0: Or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today.
1: And this is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And uh, if you've been tuning in lately, you know that uh, Small Biz Florida has been on the move lately. Uh, We spent um, the uh, end of May at the Florida Economic Development Conference uh, in St. Pete. Had a lot of great guests on the show talking about a lot of incredible resources across the state of Florida, and we had with us uh, as co-host on that show, on all those shows at FEDC, our very good friend Dr. Herbert Ricardo, uh, business school professor at Indian River State College, and and Herb is with us uh, again. Welcome uh, and thank you for co-hosting, Dr. Ricardo. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Tom. And. Small Biz Florida is still on the move. We, we we took a couple of days off, went home and uh, mowed the grass and did a few honeydews. but we're back on the road. We are at the Jim Moran Institute Small Business Leadership Conference. It is their 11th annual conference. We are at the JW Marriott in beautiful uh, Kissimmee in Orlando, Florida. And uh, we're going to be here uh, for the next couple of days. It's an incredible conference. Uh, this is the third time uh, that Small Biz Florida has attended this conference. And again, a lot going on over the course of the next couple of days. So again, thanks for tuning in to Small Biz Florida. And we are Got some great episodes coming to you from the 11th Annual uh, Jim Moran JMI uh, Small Business Leadership Conference. And we're going to start with one of those great outstanding speakers that is going to present here at the JMI Conference. It is Tanya Bartolini. Tanya, welcome to Small Biz Florida.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely. Now, you are one of the presenters, I understand, here at the conference. I am. Great. Going to look forward to uh, your presentation uh, tomorrow here at the conference. I understand uh, you have some uh, excellent advice, and and you've got your your double uh, double secret uh, formula for business success. So we're going to get into that in just a, just a minute. But as always, Tanya, just kind of start us with a little bit of your background, kind of your pathway. Um, you are CEO, COO, and CFO, uh, and business and real estate attorney. Uh, you hold a master's degree in international business. So I know that's uh, gonna be of interest to Dr. Ricardo who teaches uh, international business at Indian River State College. So Tanya, just a, again, a little bit of background, pathway to, to to the JMI conference here.
2: Well, so I've been an attorney for 18 years. It was basically the only thing that I was going to do. Um, ever since I was little, I always found the different perspectives on things. So it made for a great litigation attorney. Um, After doing that for a while, I opened up my own law firm and found that I really love the business of business. So I decided to become a business coach after growing my law firm, selling it, and growing the next law firm that I sold it to. I decided I want to do this for more businesses and help them grow and empower them. Nice. Nice. Uh,
1: Talk a little bit about your uh, presentation. Uh, How did you connect with JMI and and what are you going to, to talk on?
2: So I am on the board of directors of the Better Business Bureau, which is a sponsor to the Jim Moran Institute Small Business Leadership Conference. And they had invited me to come and speak. My workshop is going to be on how to quadruple your success with a simple modification for the things that you're already doing in your business.
1: Nice, I like it, Doctor Ricardo. Sounds very
3: interesting. Um, so, Tanya, uh, tell me a little bit about um, what are some of the obstacles that um, you find with um, small businesses? What are, do, are are there some characteristics that you find that you know most small businesses uh, have a hard time with?
2: Yes, I like to work with businesses that are under five years old. Okay. Because I find after the first year, things kind of start hitting home, right? The first year, everybody is so passionate about what they want to do and they have this new business and they're just going, ho, going. And then they start getting a little bit burnt out and they start realizing that they have to do business work, not just what they're passionate about. Right. And I find that they've, find that difficult because they don't really know how to run a business. Most yeah. of them don't have a business plan to speak of. Right. They don't know their numbers, what their budgets are, you know, they don't have any projections. They don't know when there's going to be a cash crunch coming up or anything like that because they're just kind of going and whatever comes in the door, you know, they're happy and they just right. keep doing that. Um, but after a couple of years of doing that, they tend to burn themselves out.
3: Do, do, do you find that, you know, one of the things that, that we hear over the years about people, um, you know, starting their businesses is they're really good at doing what they love to do. They're just not good at doing business. Is, does that sound right? Is that about right?
2: Yes, exactly.
3: Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. And again, I think to your point, what we often find, with our small business development center is we do get a lot of folks that, that come in, they're passionate about, uh, something that they, they, they know and understand. Uh, they're passionate about their product. They're passionate about maybe serving a particular, uh, you know, target market. But again, they, they don't, they don't understand the business uh, of running the business and, and a, a number of them admit that, so that's why they come to the SBDC, which, yeah. is, which is great. It's why they, they should. Um, but a, a, a number of them don't really understand uh, how critically important it is to really understand all those other aspects, the financial aspects of the business, the marketing aspects. Um, one of the things I, I like to tell clients and students is that what we don't want to do is spend a lot of time, effort, and certainly money and resources developing a product or a business that, that you know no one wants right so we, right. we really do yeah. have to start with that kind of research and and you you mentioned business plan which is near and dear to my heart uh, we, we we teach that too but uh, but but talk about in, in your your words and and your concepts how important is conducting that market research and really understanding uh, you know who am I and who am I going to serve with this product
2: well that is the most important Aspect of having a business because if you don't know who you're going to serve, then you don't know what marketing you're going to be doing, how are you going to reach them, how are you going to sell your products or services. You know, so your target audience really needs to be defined, which is why you have to have the business plan as well. Because if you're doing a comprehensive business plan, it helps you think through. Who is that target audience? Who is that person that's going to buy my product that my product's going to actually give them value and help them?
1: And you you talked about businesses. um, You said you like working with businesses that are less than five years old, kind of in the the early stage and, and, growth stage. Talk about the importance of access to capital, uh, in those early stage businesses. They, they can get it launched. They can get it up and running. Then comes that, uh, you know, point where they've, they've got to scale it up. That requires capital. Talk about some of your, uh, some of the advice that you, you have in the conversations you have with your clients in, in accessing that, that necessary capital to scale up a business.
2: So before I go into that, I would like to say that I'm not a huge proponent of scaling just to scale, because a sure. lot of people, sure. right, are happy where they are, they make good money, they don't need to scale and they don't want the headaches because they don't understand. Once you scale, it's a whole new ball game, Right. But if you do want to scale, you do have to have that access to capital because you need your cash flow to keep going. You need to make payroll. You need to get new products, new launches, more marketing. You know, all of that costs money. If you have a proper business plan, you can use it to be able to access that money. If you have operating procedures, that gives you even more weight into getting leverage for sure and leverage. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. No, (laughs) no, no. That's fine. Sure. Sure. Um, and without that, you can actually get too big to be able to sustain yourself and fail. I mean, you know, Converse went into bankruptcy, you know, so even big companies can go bankrupt if they don't, uh, properly plan for their growth and get the mm-hmm. money sure. that they need. And
3: and, and and maybe with a follow-up question on that, um, so have you ever gotten into a situation where somebody wants to grow a little bit more, but you're maybe giving them advice? You know what? I think you need to wait a little bit more. You need to get some more uh, revenue coming in. Have, have you been in that position much at all? Yes. The,
2: yeah. Yes. I it like it is, you know. I'm not there to be my client's friend, right? I'm right. there to be their advisor and to help them make the right decisions. Sure. Um, at the end of the day, it's their decision, but absolutely. you know, there are times where people just want to get bigger just to get bigger. <laughs> um, I don't I, think that's uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, we we see that every now and again in the SBDC. Yes, uh, it, it you're absolutely right. Um, we do, we, we see folks just wanting to to add more warehouse space, uh, wanting to add more delivery vans, you know, and then the first question we ask is, is it, you know, is it going to make you more margin? Is it going to make you more profit? Uh, you know, uh, have, you know, how do we cover all these additional costs? How much do we need to uh, increase sales to cover these costs? So yeah, you're absolutely right. There's there's complex questions that have to be answered when scaling, scaling up. Uh, give us kind of your thoughts on um, where are we out there in uh, in the uh, small business space uh, as we're beginning to sort of come out of of the pandemic. What do you see? What are your uh, thoughts and and uh, kind of your your vision for the future? What are you seeing?
2: Well, we're definitely in uncharted territories. Um, in two thousand twenty, I think there were about four and a half million new businesses in 2021, even after, you know, all of the shutdowns were lifted, we had over 5 million small businesses open up. So there's this trend and I guess everybody's calling it the great resignation of people opening up their own companies. Um, I don't know that it's going to sustain, unfortunately, you know, 10% of companies fail within that first year but then 70% fail between years two and five. And that's why I'm passionate about helping, you know, businesses that are under five years old, because people go into business not knowing all of the effort that they have to put in it, all of the time, all of the things, the marketing, the budgeting, you know? So like I said, they tend to go in the first year on passion and and then they find that it's not really what they thought it was going to be. And, and it's then, work, then we, it's yeah. And then we have investment, and we have, <laughs> right, right. right.
1: Then we then have we're kind of we're we're kind of gonna have to stick with the game plan and, it, and follow through with it. Yes. Um, talk to us a little bit about your small business, your business coaching um, operations. Talk about that. And it, What is the name of your
2: business coaching firm? So it's called Business and Beyond, and I have different programs. I have uh, like a four month group program that we go through um, group sessions. We also have one-on-one sessions to kind of make sure that if people are having certain issues, we can go through them without them having to air their you know, information to the other people in the group. Right. Um, I also work with people one-on-one to help them through different obstacles, Uh, whether it's project-based or just as a consultant or a fractional CEO, CFO, or COO, depending on where they are and what their needs are. Um, And we just make sure that they build a solid business foundation so that they can sustain because, you know, if you don't grow, you're actually dying. So if you just want to sustain, you still have to grow and keep up with inflation and product costs and different things. And so that's what I do is get that foundation set.
1: And, uh, how does one find you, uh, in business and beyond?
2: can I say they can Google it? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: sure, sure. You tell us how, how, absolutely any way we can find you.
2: Well, there's a website business nice. and beyond LLC.com. You can Google Tanya Bartolini. You'll find contact information. Um, you can call the office, email, do, you know, do you do, um,
1: are you mainly doing face-to-face, uh, meeting folks? Or are you still doing some virtual Will you meet with a client, uh, you know, through zoom and go to meeting?
2: So I do have clients throughout the world and internationally. So I offer zoom obviously, And I also do one-on-one in person. I like to make it as easy as possible for my clients. And I like to be as accessible as possible. Um, Also honoring myself and my family, which is what I teach my clients as well, is you have to have that balance. Um, But making it as easy as possible for everything is my motto. Well,
1: Tanya, the... um the mission of Small Biz Florida, the podcast that, that we've um, we've created and launched, uh, we our timing was perfect. We launched it uh, in January of 2020. Uh, wow. <laughs> so uh, so we uh, quickly uh, kind of pivoted, uh, which is a the most overused word in the last two years uh, in business. But we quickly. Um, uh, pivoted the uh, podcast to, uh, to, we used the platform to make sure that we were getting information out about resource programs and funding mechanisms and PPP loans and EIDL loans to to make sure that there was a, a, some channel of information about what was going on in terms of business support uh, through the pandemic. And uh, that was really kind of the, uh, the, the, the mission as we launched Small Biz Florida was to make sure that... Small business owners and entrepreneurs uh, had access, uh, you know, to all of these resources that are available through the state of Florida. And, and there's there's certainly a number of, of them out there, including folks just like you uh, with business and beyond. So uh, that's our mission here, to make sure that people know that folks like you are out there uh, that can provide assistance and support for their small business operations.
2: That's amazing. It's always nice to know that you have support and to figure out where to get it
1: is. Right. And no, no doubt. And that's a that's a big issue. And and that's uh, again. That was our primary mission was to make sure that we could highlight and and bring awareness to, to resources just like yours and resources like the Better Business Bureau and and um, and so anyway, we uh, we appreciate what you do. We appreciate your uh, your work and support of small business, uh, certainly in the state of Florida.
2: Yes, it's my pleasure. I love empowering people. I love helping businesses, and I think there's room for everyone to be at the top.
1: Uh, as, listen, uh, especially in a state like Florida, that we are—we're uh, going to—we're growing and going to continue to grow. There's uh, there's uh, there's a big need out there uh, for small business owners and operators in the state of Florida for
2: sure. Amen to that, yes. Dr. Ricardo?
1: And
3: um, so, uh, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you, uh, Tanya. And um, also on your bio, too, I noticed that, that you do a fair amount of work with women and entrepreneurs, and I think that's really terrific. Um, uh, you know, again, I, I, I think there's a, a needed help sometimes for women in a very male dominated environment. So um, I think that's terrific.
2: Thank you. Yes, I am making it my mission to balance the feminine and masculine. Yeah. Um, because I love men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Men and women are amazing. We're all people. But I do believe that women need to come and get into their own skin um, sure. and basically stop trying to be what their male counterpart counterparts are because they think that's what society expects of them and i so I, much
3: agree with you there absolutely you know
2: there's a huge movement i say of females being more feminine being comfortable in their own skin and i'm also seeing a lot of males um, embracing the feminine energies as well because we both have both male and fake sure feminine masculine and feminine energies, sorry. And so using both of them really makes us use our full potential and everybody's balanced differently but it's trying to find your own balance and be true to yourself that's really making a difference and making people stand out so that they can succeed even more. Great, Tom. We just got some of her coaching style coming out. I just love it.
3: I just love that. There it that's right.
1: Well, and again, I you 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 do you bring up a uh, an important point, one that I stress and in, in our entrepreneurship classes is differentiation. You, yes. you know, in order to, to make it out there and be successful, there, there's an awful lot of folks operating in the marketplace. Uh, you do, you have to find, uh, you have to find how you differentiate yourself, differentiate your business, how you're going to position that business in the marketplace. Again, uh, those are those are all the kinds of, of deeper, uh, complex issues that a small business owner has to deal with, and that that to your point, that's not where they start. You know, they start with the uh, passionate. My God, you know, I've got a great <laughs> I've got a great spaghetti recipe, and uh, you know, people are gonna love it. And and uh, but there's there's more to it than just uh, you know a single product. So, um, we we do uh, we we need folks just like you, Tanya, who are um, who are providing uh, coaching and and, uh, support and resources to small business owners because they they can't. They can't be experts at at everything.
2: None of us can. Right.
1: So uh, it is Tanya uh, Bartolini. Uh, She is the founder, owner, operator of Business and Beyond, a business coaching firm. Uh, Where are you located, uh, Tanya? Uh, Tanya, in what part of Florida are you in?
2: So, I am in Ocala. Okay. And we've just made a home there. Nice. So, we'll be Beautiful there place. for a very long time. <laughs> nice. All
1: right. Beautiful place. Yes. Um, all right. Tanya Bartolini, Business and Beyond. You can find her. Just uh, go Google Tanya Bartolini. And I'm sure she will pop up because she's. I know she's going to pop up now because we're going to have this all over the place. So, uh, Tanya, again, thank you for the work you're doing uh, with Florida's small business community.
2: Oh, thank you for the work you're doing in giving them access to the support and the resources that they need.
1: Yes, we appreciate it. And uh, Dr. Ricardo, thank you. We've, we've got a couple of great days here at Absolutely. the uh, JMI. Yeah, yeah we're looking uh, forward to it. 11th Annual Small Business Leadership Conference here in Orlando. So stay tuned. A uh, lot more segments coming to you right here from the JW Marriott at the JMI Small Business Leadership Conference.
0: This has been Small Biz Florida.